Welcome to another episode of the Haiku Poet Podcast. We are here the end of March, sitting outside in sweatshirts, but we still have hats and mittens. We've got a campfire going. And a couple days ago, we were able to have a new experience. What did we go and observe? Uh, hide and go seek. I did it. You like playing hide and go seek? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of something that we can put on our pancakes. Caleb. What Maple is- syrup. Yes. So our friend Christopher does homemade maple syrup, and so he was boiling it down. And a few weeks ago, we were able to go and help actually set some taps. Yeah, we got to drink a little maple syrup. What did it taste like, Elliot? Um, sticky honey. Sticky honey. It was syrup. It was very tasty. And Cosette, did you enjoy seeing the maple syrup time? Yes, it's always fun to come home, isn't it? Fun to go so we can come back. Jacob, what did you think about the whole process of taking sap and turning it into syrup? Cool. What was something that you appreciated? Um, I liked all of it. Now tell me something. Hmm. Some detail. Because you were really watching and focusing. Well... That's a hard one. There was take a little break and you can come back, okay, Jacob? There was um a oven and um it um was heated by wood. I thought it was heated by coal. Ooh, it was very hot, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Do you know why that hotness is needed? The 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 harder you get it, the 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 better it gets. Yeah, the faster it can evaporate the water, and then you're left with all the good sticky syrup. Um yum yum. Yes. Jacob, did you think of something? Well, he puts it in this big thing that um, like Kia was talking about, and. Um, he boils it, and then he puts it into this other thing that takes out all the bubbly stuff and turns it into maple syrup. Then he lets it cool, then he bottles it. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do with it? And then he sells it. Sells it. Quite the businessman, Yes. Huh? Excellent. And are you a businessman? Yes. What are you? What's your product? Um, planters. Planters. Do you have any other ideas? Things that you might like to sell? Coat trees. Coat trees. What else? What canes. Else? Canes. Excellent. Like for helping people be able to walk, like a walking stick. But a cane is for an older person usually. You could make walking sticks. Are you enjoying this, Eve? I'm enjoying this with you. Yeah, it's nice to have a walking stick. 
Well, let me share a few haiku as of recent, and then let's enjoy a few pistachios, okay? Okay. And then... Bye-bye. Let's see. I just heard a distant noise. It sounded like a loon, but I would highly doubt that a loon would be here already. Oh, you think a child in the neighborhood is just shouting? Quite possibly. That actually would make kind of a cool haiku. Like, listening for the loon. It's only a child. (laughs) It kind of makes you pause. It's fun because in a maybe a month or two, the loons pass over our house every morning and every evening. Yeah. I'm excited to see them. It's like seeing an old friend. Okay, here we go. The other day as I was driving to work, I saw three crows and they all scattered. And then totally unrelated, I looked up and I saw, oh, there's a hawk. So if you just say three crows scatter, a circling hawk, it seems like the crows are scattering because of the hawk, but really it was an unrelated event. It was two different events. Just there happens to be a hawk up in the air. There happens to be three crows that are scattering. Do hawks eat crows? What's that, my son? I don't think hawks seek out crows but it's not to say that they couldn't what's that honey you love pistachios i like pistachios too yeah how about this talking on his phone holding up the checkout line I have a question. Would this be a haiku or a sinew? It takes place in a grocery store. Talking on his phone, holding up the checkout line. It's a sinew. In fact, it's a sinew that you could only have written in the last 20 years. Because when I was a child, there weren't even, hi- there weren't even cell phones that you could walk around with. You had a phone that plugged into a wall... And the phone actually had a cord on it. So you could only go like five feet away from the phone. And it would go pring. And then you just have to pick it up and you say hello. And then you'd find out who it was. Now you can look at the phone and it says who's calling. It's really fascinating. Things have really changed. Here's an interesting one. I drive my body in this car, but my spirit goes before me by a mile. I'll read this one again. Yeah, if you need to come a little closer to the fire and warm up your hands. I drive my body in this car... But my spirit goes before me by a mile. (laughs) What does that mean? What does that mean? One of the things that I really appreciate about haiku is you can pose ideas and it may have a definitive meaning or it may actually just be something to ponder. 
So while I could try to explain it, and it probably has a pretty simple meaning. You already know the road. It could be that I already know the road. It could be that I'm, I'm already excited about getting where I'm going. I'm going to let you kind of ponder on it. I'm going to let you sit on that. Think of the idea that you have a body and you have a spirit. <laughs> Think of the fact that your spirit is not limited by your body. And so it is possible that you could be driving down the road at 70 miles an hour and yet your spirit could be peacefully sitting as if sitting by a pond, as if out in your kayak, in your spirit, you're not limited. And also in your mind, right? Does your mind have to be really focused and intense all the time? No, like there's times to be really intense and focused, but it's also possible in the midst of really tough things. Like, for example, one of the reasons I like hopping in cold Lake Superior or starting off every morning with a cold shower is for the mental challenge of saying, can I resist my physical urge of jumping out of the cold and can I actually do the opposite? Can I press into it? Instead of turning the cold water off, can I smile? Can I stand longer? Sometimes I'll quote a scripture, right? Maybe Psalm 23. Maybe I'll, I'll just say something like, this is a great day to be alive. Or this is a great night. Or this is a great night. Yeah, even if I take a shower late at night, it doesn't feel like a complete shower unless I finish it with the exclamation point of at least 15, 20 seconds of cold, icy cold water. And I would... Would you take take off your Band-Aid? Yeah, it's good to take off your Band-Aid before you take a shower, isn't it? I got this band-aid from a little project on the weekend. I was Yeah, I was using a drill and sometimes drills don't go quite where you want. Sometimes they kind of jump. So it kind of jumped. All right, let's see if there might not be one or two more haiku to share with you. Okay? Oh, here's a cool one. I am literally rewiring my brain to see patterns of beauty where before I could not. I am literally rewiring my brain to see patterns of beauty where before I could not. Hmm... How about this one? We were just talking about cold water. I was remembering the fun of jumping in the water. I enter Lake Superior. The lake enters me. I enter Lake Superior. The lake enters me. It was the whole month. Every week you went in and jumped it when you were 30. Yes. Yep. Uh, three? Uh, just when I turned 35 for that whole month, I jumped in. Every week. Every month. So 12 times at once a month. 
it'd be fun to do every week. If we lived up on Lake Superior, I think I'd be up for doing it every week with you guys. Uh, if I was gonna, go, go, if I was gonna do Lake Superior, I would do it every day. Every day, three hundred and sixty-five times. Daddy, yes, ma'am. Five okay, times. Cool. Twenty times a day. Oh, I, I would do oh, if oh, I was gonna. If, if I was gonna jump in, I would do it like fifty. Like ninety-nine times. Ninety-nine. I, I, I do one hundred. About for me, I, I I would do it the amount that Daddy would do. Hmm. If I was gonna do it, I would probably do it five or ten. Maybe once every day. Maybe once a day. Okay, we'll finish out with this one. <laughs> Twisted, deformed trunk of the poplar tree. Twisted, deformed trunk of the poplar tree. When you look out, do you see any poplar trees? I see tons. And what color is their bark? Kind of whitish gray. A really big one, and um, th- th- there's a really big one, um, and we we call it the Daddy Mama Tree because there's a big one, um, because that 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 reminds us of a, of a big daddy. Okay. Then we have a medium mommy over to that side. Okay. And then we have a little baby by the um daddy. Very cool. Just called the. I remember I had a special tree when I was a little boy too. I called him Mr. Snipper. He was a red oak, and it was pretty tall, probably about as tall as this pine tree. And I would climb up there with my sisters, and we asked... All the way? uh, Probably two-thirds of the way up, so we'd be very tall, taller than a house. And we would ask Grandpa if we could use a stick to knock off the little branches. And... Baba said we could on this tree. We don't usually knock off the branches on our trees, but... Why? Well, we just don't. If if I ever need some branches knocked, I'll tell you. But um, that was something I really enjoyed doing, was crawling up in this tree, and we would sing while we would be knocking off some of the little branches. Well, why little ones, not big ones? Well, it was just like a small stick in our hands. Oh, do you hear that? What the pileated. The pileated the, the cry is like a distant Let's hear it again. pileated cry. So what can you contrast it with? The pileated cry. We can't see them. The snow covers everything. Ooh, that gives us a seasonal reference. Distant cry. The distant cry of the pileated. So we can't see them. Snow melting? We can't see him. Oh, there he is. Do you think he's going to come this way? I hear the the wind chimes. Hear him better. Ding. But still can't see him. Trees blocking. Yes, he is beyond those trees, isn't he? Over in our neighbors. Distant. Snow and grass opposite.
Mm, so are you are you trying to get at the idea that the the snow is here, but this oh there he is. Look at the white on his under wings. The white under his underwing. I like him. I do like him. Even since seeing the wing underwing. He likes he very fast. Under his white wings. Cry for a kind. Yes, it's fun to observe. When I was about Three, um, when Daddy um, uh, kind of um, got the idea of um, getting to haiku, um, it seemed kind of a little bit different to me that it was haiku because I didn't even know what a haiku was. And I thought it was not so interesting because it was just um, words. But now that I'm six and I'm going to be seven on May, uh, June 25th, <laughs> um, that's my older brother, um, uh, I know that it's pretty cool now. It, you like it, it? Yeah. It, cool. You um, just write some sentences um, and it's got to be really short, like... Poplar trees stand. The winter keeps on. Because at the last ending, you got to have something way different than like the thing that you're um, dealing with. Sure. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. Well, Bye-bye. Who's, who's ready to have a few pistachios? All right, can you sign off? Let's try to say goodbye in as many different languages as we know. Goodbye. So, adios. Zajian. Sayonara. Sayonara. What'd you say? Godspeed. Catch you later. Catch you later.